ghouls. Son of a bitch. What are you talking about? Yeah, now? funny little green ghouls. Go what? Like in movies and cartoons? What are oh, green ghouls, buddy? Don't write ghouls. I'm not! Alright, we ready? Uh, mm -hmm. Just taking a little sippy jet. Right, let's all just collectively take a sip. A sip of the ocean. A sip of the ocean. Let me get that little clinky. 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 What's up, guys? Here we are, drinking ocean water. Yeah? We gotta introduce the podcast. Yeah, it's Area 215, I believe. Yeah, that's what we went with. <laughs> and here we are over in the corner. What? Giggling. I'm Sam Money Moss. Am I going next? Okay, I'm I'm Aaron. I'm Batman. And this is Area Two One Five. That's the name we agreed upon, apparently. <laughs> yes. I mean, I like it. We're just gonna bring it up again. We're here this week uh, with our first real episode. Our full first full episode, my B. We also have a little treat for you because we made, well, actually we, Batman, made a drink for this. I sure did. Uh, last week, it was super fucking awkward. I'm still going to be awkward, but uh, the difference is I drank some bean juice that fed the anxiety-ridden beast that lives inside of me that likes to rip off my flesh from time to time. And today, I've been playing around with cocktails kind of since like 11 o'clock last night with a small nap in between. Um, <laughs> so I think we came up with a cool cocktail that is themed for this and I will suck a little less. Also, I fucking love mermaids. Been obsessed with them since I was like five and I believe in them and I believe in science. Um, we're getting into the aquatic ape theory through Sam in a little bit, but, uh, I hate that a lot of folklore and myths around things, uh, kind of took away from the possibility that evolution could have created mermaids. I just think people are dicks and maybe they're hiding or maybe they're dying. Anyway, so we're going to get into some of how the myths maybe blocked science a little bit. Yeah, we're just going to we're going to do it. This you is mermaids. Talk, you you, you want to talk about the cocktail? I mean, we can let you guys know what kind of things are inside of it, but if you want the recipe to the cocktail, you have to be one of our Patreon members. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got a cute, like, ocean blue cocktail over here. Tequila and, and rum, right? Yes, but it's a uh, pineapple-infused tequila, and then I used uh, mermaid spirit rum, which is made in Pennsylvania. Um, so it's basically a mermaid mule, and I used a Himalayan pink salt for the rim, so it tastes like the ocean. It seriously does taste just like the ocean. And if you want to see this pretty drink... Check We're out our Instagram. We'll throw up a picture on Instagram. Uh, we are drinking really early in the morning, and I have work later. I don't. Um, I so I've been fucking shit up all morning. It's uh, okay. I'm the first one done my drink, so. Oh, tight, tight. <laughs> I'm, I've lapped you, girlfriend. Oh, you're right. Let me drink my college. Uh, myths that could have fucked things up. So at one point in time, they had depicted mermaids with a dual tail, and it was really just for sexual purposes so people could explain that they banged a, a mermaid which is weird um and when, when you say a dual tail you're talking about like the starbucks looking yeah the tail, original right? starbucks logo which she had a dual tail and she was way more exposed and they actually uh quote unquote not my quoting cleaned her up later um so no her, pussies no pussies no tatas but she was very exposed once upon a time and creations of the dual tail was really just so guys could be like, uh, yeah, I 
fucked a fish and they're like where's her vagina and they're like well between both of her tails obviously yeah because you need to describe her sexual um (laughs) well i'm just saying like but can you imagine a dual finned um mermaid trying to swim because that's like two like two fused people trying that sounds really powerful though no imagine just kicking I feel like they would swim, like, in, like, a circle. Like, it would just be very frustrating. It well, I guess it, it would depend on how, like, the end of their fit. Like, is it a split fin or a dual fin? It looks, like, like I, I don't know how to, like, describe that in words. But, yeah, like, but you know how fish fins have, like, that, and please don't kill me, fish or people. They have, like, that top part to the to the fin or to the, like, back of the tail. And then they have the bottom part, and it kind of, like, comes in like a boomerang almost. Like, there's, like, a top part and a bottom part. Yeah. And then in mermaids, they have it at the bottom. Yeah. So is that split where they just have, like, one? I I guess it would be, like, a a rudder. I think they both have Did you just call it a fluke? Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah, they both have a fluke. Thank you. So it it just seems... It just you should have. Like it would be a very confusing time for a dual split mermaid. Whatever. Anyway, it was just created for dudes to stroke their ego. Um, I do and think their that- dicks. Ayo. Boom. There it is. <laughs> um, but there are, uh, you know, stories obviously that we all know about, like guys being on boats, drinking a lot of rum. They get seduced by a mermaid. They either survive or they get drowned or whatever. You know, I think those things were kind of created basically because other guys got drunk and they fuck things like manatees because apparently that's a thing that gets mixed up with mermaids. Yeah. Or like shady jerking each other off because they just didn't want to tell people that's what right. they were doing. And I think Aaron has said it like women or maybe it was you, Sam, that women weren't really uh, allowed on boats and it was looked as like a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it could have yeah, definitely. It was, it was literally bad luck. To right. have a woman on a boat. It could have definitely been something to also uh, mask their um, possible homosexual, you know. Sentences. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but Can you just imagine walking onto a boat of pirates and they're like, we're all heteroflexible. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I've, there's like so many good jokes a, in there. Like, such a good time. Th- I'm sure there's a ton of like weird, uh, what's the word? Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just weird Sea shanties of jerking each other off. (laughs) I was just gonna say, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of like weird punny pirate porn, Um, and I I, like just like sea circle jerks. Yeah, circle jerks on the poop deck. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) there are uh, you know mermaids in all different cultures and timelines is the point. And I'm sorry that I'm not trying to feed any stereotypes. And I do love stand up comedy, and I am gonna make small jokes at some of the cis men a little bit. And I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings but um well cis cis het men right hmm? cis het men like cis hetero men yeah anyway um there's two different types of mythical mermaids in both like scotland and ireland and they're very similar uh there's the marrows uh, which have the red hat and then there's the skelkies i don't know if i'm pronouncing that the right way might not be um no matter how you pronounce it we're gonna get yelled at um, well, I'm trying. Uh, ooh-wee, she's trying. Um, I'm gonna take another sip in a second. Um, anyway, Selkies had seal skin, which I don't know how you hide that from your fucking husband. They don't smell like rotting seal skin. But anyway, these, uh, mythical creatures were, if they lost their hat or their seal skin, they couldn't return to the sea. A lot of times they procreated with human men and had families with them. They were shapeshifters and then like if they wanted to go back to the ocean they'd put on their hat or their seal skin or whatever i like that it's a hat like right put on my little bonnet (laughs) yeah i kind of think that these could have been made up because 
your wife left you whether it was because she left you she was because you drank too much or right shit all over the floor <laughs> right <laughs> right right um you know you were abusive or she didn't want to be with you or you know she just fucking left in it, general it seems like domestic abuse is in almost every single bit of mermaid lore it's it comes up a lot and you know and the other idea i had was you know guys always say that like they bang this mermaid and how mermaids try and drown you and i figured maybe that myth even came up because they were like oh honey yes i slept with another woman but she put me underneath a spell and tried to kill me so you're lucky my dick came home oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like that's that's kind of my theory on those which sorry if that's offensive but i just think that those myths kind of make the scientific background fucked up and why people make fun of me for believing in the possibility of tadpole humans being in our giant fucking ocean that we can't get to the bottom of even though i don't think they're pretty and want to have sex with humans because they don't have pussies (laughs) anyway you heard it here first Fish don't have pussies. (laughs) Well, okay, there is something in this stack of cards that I've dropped a few times (laughs) about fuck what about fish, fish versus human, uh, like versus mammal anatomy. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They do an autopsy. Okay. And and the insides are a lot like human. Yeah. Um. So which would mean that they don't lay eggs, right? Because they have teats. Anyway, they got teats. (laughs) Yeah, they got teats. Um. But again, yeah, they're in all different cultures, not just like Scotland, Ireland, obviously. There's Mesopotamia, Syria, Greek, Roman, Babylonian, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they're they're all over. And all different timelines. I mean, like with what Aaron was saying, too, with the domestic abuse and violence thing. I mean, didn't you find a bunch of mermaids Slavic uh, lore? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So in pretty much all of them... Uh, mermaids are either like stuck in these loveless marriages because they were tricked into someone taking their skin um yeah so these the red hats with the marrows they were actually like in some you know in some lords like we we just got these cute little hats on but a lot of them is that is their like mermaid essence which is their like skin um so a lot of the lore that i had been finding it's specifically lore that comes from um colonizing countries um was based on the on this idea that if you steal their skin they are yours forever you might get a wish out of it but a lot of the wishes were like i want you to be my wife or the mermaid like willingly gives up the skin but usually the only reason that mermaids are giving up the skin is so that they can live on land to escape their shitty mermen husbands because the merfolk are always like if you're a merfolk and you get married to what is it mermen yeah, it's it's if you're like a merfolk and you're a female merfolk, you are like it always condemned to a loveless, horrible marriage if you marry another merfolk. That was in the Finn folklore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, okay. it's, if you're a Finn, if you're, what the fuck are the name of those guys? I thought it was Finn folk. Yeah, but they got like weird little names. Oh, you're right. You did say something weird before. Yeah. Yeah, so Finn men and Finn wife, that was it. Uh, so if you're a Finn wife and you get married to a Finn man, you are like condemned to like the most like abuse ridden relationship. See, ever. again, this just kind of sounds like uh, I don't know, like everyone like you're never gonna find anyone better, so you might as well fuck a human. Like, are you serious? Well, yeah, I mean, and and, and 
in the Finn wife lore, they seek out humans because that's where like true love comes from. But that's not that doesn't My track with dick, the rest that's of like this white lore. Jesus. I feel like this has <laughs> <laughs> been fucked around with. Like, well, that's like the exception. Literally, all the other lore except Mami Watas because they're like representative of uh, black queer relationships. Yeah. So obviously, they're super happy. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean for that to sound sarcastic. They really are like the only ones that are in like seen as yeah, yeah. happy and whatever. Um, but yeah, they're like the exception. Literally everybody else ends up in these like terrible loveless marriages uh, like that are just, you know, riddled with abuse and they either run away and try to drown themselves and that's how they become mermaids. Jesus Christ. Or they like try to steal their skin back and like escape this house. Either way, they're just trying to get the fuck away from these human people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like never good to marry a human except in in folklore. Well, that is fucking awful. Yeah, it's horrible. They do pop up throughout time. Like, I have things here from, I'm not going to talk all of them, but like starting in like the 1500s all the way up to 2009, actually. Um, And these things I found in a book that I got for my birthday. It's just called Mermaids, uh, The Myths, The Legends, and Lore by Sky Alexander. It's cute. It's blue. The handwriting is blue as well. Color of the book is like perfectly matching the cocktail color. Yes. Like seafoam green, blue. What's like really cool about this book is like, you know, it doesn't, or not only does it touch base on like myths, legend, lore, and all that stuff, but in each chapter there are siren sightings. So they go through a timeline and tell you about like people's claims of seeing things. Even. Oh, wait. uh, So that they just track siren sightings. Well, I mean, I think in this book they kind of like mush those mush those things together. It's just supposed to be cute by you know double S sounds. So siren sighting SS. Oh, it's an alliteration. Yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. we're having fun with words Guys, over here. It's just being cute. I've got index cards and alliterations. I feel like I'm in school again. SS is Nazi stuff. <laughs> It is Nazi stuff. I, all right. Not what I meant. I don't, there's no mer-Nazis. That's what, well, no, that's not true. There are definitely mer-Nazis. Definitely? If humans are This is the only fact I found. (laughs) If humans are capable of hate, who's to say? (laughs) Merfolk. Because they're better than us. Those are all the ones. Those are the mer Um. Okay, well, we did learn the difference between, or like the whackness that is sirens versus mermaids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you found that out, right? Like, what happened to make... Yeah, so there's a couple, like, siren stories. Um, So the muses are the parents of the sirens, alongside Achilles. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's fine. I believe in you. Please don't be mad at me. Um, So the muses beat the sirens at a singing contest. Sirens were depicted as these, like, weird, almost harpy-looking creatures. And if you don't know what a harpy is, it's, like, a very bird-like creature. So... At that point, there's this connection between, like, the water and the air, which is a connection that's made with mermaids. Okay, yeah, so the sirens. The parents of the sirens were the the muses and this guy, Achilles. They had... The muses were supposed to beat the sirens at a singing contest. When the muses beat them, it was kind of like this weird, like, rivalry between parents and children and stuff. Um, where they were like, we're trying to prove that we're better than you. And they were like, we'll show you where you came from. Which is, like, all Greek mythology. It's all Greeks. Yeah. Just Uh-oh. your parents constantly telling you you're not good enough and then overshadowing you. 
But yeah, so they beat the sirens in a singing contest, and Hera plucked out the sirens' feathers as punishment, and then she made this like dope-ass crown out of the feathers to just be like, hell yeah. Um, and because they were beat in a singing contest, and because they... Um, I, I don't, What is it, the Iliad that Odysseus is in? I believe so. Yeah. I should remember that. I literally went to school for some of this shit. Um, I literally said earlier, I don't even know how I graduated eighth grade with the notes that I took. So I don't care if you don't remember the Iliad. (laughs) But because Odysseus was able to get past the um, sirens, they then dove into the sea and killed themselves. So they were like these bird-like things that then got mutilated by Hera, and then they punished themselves. I mean, it was by the will of the gods. Like, they were pretty much forced to do it. Right. By throwing themselves into the sea. Yes, that's... Hit the noise. (laughs) Swan dive, go! (laughs) Yeah, so... That's fucking metal, dude. Oh, it's it's pretty fucking metal. I don't know. Sirens and mermaids are depicted, like, pretty much alongside each other, but, like, there are distinct differences between them, and I just just thought that was important to let people... But still, like, no matter what, there's... A lot of like pain and suffering that follows sure. the mermaid's life. They're actually they're probably closer than some of the other subspecies. Like I know, like nymphs are in there as well. Like I don't know. As a, well, I think, but but you were saying this the other day, and I was saying that it's like the rasulka or mm-hmm. however the Russian yeah. mermaids, where they come onto land to feed the crops, right? Um, also, guest, weirdly enough, guest like star in here today, maiden. Um, also, like nymphs nympho actually comes from nymphs they get right. very sexual as well i don't know there's a lot of weird uh sexual stuff that goes on with this um but yeah there are a couple times throughout our existence where this has been like claimed i think everyone remembers john smith from pocahontas he said wait he- can we just do this for a second asshole oh yeah fucking rapist like awful human being yeah suck it if I'm digging a hole that's six feet deep, I'm just going to call it landscaping and get this done with. Like. Yeah. Well, he claims in 1614 that he saw an unattractive mermaid off the coast of Massachusetts. Whatever. Um, I literally have in my notes, rapist. He probably was the reason no scrubs actually came out. Anyway. <laughs> and that's where the sirens were really singing TLC original- before TLC existed. It was called No Smiths. What if TLC... Are the sirens from the could Iliad? Be. They fucking could be, but they were like, "I'm not banging, and yes. I'm not into it." So, um, that's our—is that our new conspiracy theory that we're gonna like blast out into the internet? TLC See? is sirens. <laughs> yeah, I love TLC. Um, so I think that's where No Scrubs came from. Um, <laughs> the inspiration. In 1608, June 15th, uh, English explorer Henry Hudson was searching the Arctic Circle um, by Russia, and uh, he saw a mermaid. Um, he said that it had breasts of a human woman, uh, skin very white, long black hair, and tail of a, por- uh, a porpoise, which is a weird description of a mermaid tail, actually. And tiggle biddies, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he said he said uh, human breasts of a woman if it was in russia those are the mermaids that tickle you to death or make you dance for a thousand years you know what? Oh, that, yeah. that's kind of crazy that that's russia's punishment of all places no wonder they're so like merp i mean there's other dance. ones Too dense for you, wait, me. you wait in line I, um, I throw shot glass at you oh this one's really fucking cool actually um it's a, a renaissance man who is an entrepreneur and he went 
went <laughs> he went out with a bunch of his friends on a boat and they put him in this glass bubble that they made and dropped him down with rope and to find like sunken treasure or whatever and they pull him back up because the rope was too short for him to grab anything it never reached the bottom because obviously the ocean's fucking deep um what what um, what are you gonna sit here and tell me we haven't discovered 90 percent of the ocean well again renaissance <laughs> man um so they pull him the fuck up and he's babbling about basically that he saw this entire community with merfolk and blah 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 he doesn't call it atlantis that's like not where that terminology comes from i don't know when that actually plays in but he basically discovers atlantis and says that it's like super advanced and beautiful and which doesn't surprise me because people suck and we have this godlike complex again that says that like there's (laughs) no fucking way that there's fish us so of course they're fucking advanced too I love that definition of mer like mer people. They're fish us. <laughs> <laughs> so um, those are some of the cooler ones. I know that there's like another one where like a couple fishermen pull up like this woman that they found like tangled in her net. Um, let's see what time. I think that was 1814. They pull her out and she had like a flat nose, large mouth, body tapered like it would have a fishtail but it didn't but the weirdest thing i think she had green gray hair that came out like a kind of like almost like whiskers or bristles out of her shoulders and her fucking head yeah and well, sam realized that that looks like well you what the the, the uh that weird scene in harry potter like every time oh, you sorry, say that was bristles or hair that's all it's like scarred in my brain oh well so that's actually something that i was reading about um so mermaids are usually depicted having long flowing hair right it's like a sense of their beauty and also apparently a sense of their essence like if you cut i mean honestly i guess if you're being attacked by a mermaid the easiest way to defeat them is to cut their hair i think if you cut their hair and they only have four inches left on their head they're like powerless apparently they die but it's like a princess bubblegum thing except you die you don't just get younger yeah um but then the other problem uh with hair like our hair it doesn't live in water that it long. would fall out it, well yeah it would fall out it would just like fall apart so a lot of this stuff like if you're trying to look at mermaids from a scientific standpoint it's like bristles and whiskers it's just there to basically like like cat whiskers or like closer to like gray hair how it's like thicker it would be it would be thicker hair there's no way that our hair could like stay on our head yeah, if but, we were underwater though but it's also just the purpose of of their hair isn't for like a sense of beauty it's right. it's a, a sense of awareness like how animals have whiskers sure. it helps them like with their surroundings so right. that's what technically mermaid hair would be i also think like in a couple of things that i've read and you and i have definitely watched that they communicate through sonar like Mm -hmm. like whales and shit um just one more quick thing about russia as well this is more recent times um 2007 they found a strange aquatic creature um it they, they couldn't tell if it was an alien or a mermaid um it weighed about 220 pounds the fisherman though was a complete fucking asshole to the scientists because after he sent them pictures and videos of said creature he decided to eat it with his family this is not the first documentary either where i've watched about some like russians being like i'm cool with eating that i watched one about a dude who was just chill about eating another person he even like boiled the person and fried the person gave it to like his friends kids whatever they eat Listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know the rules of fishing in Russia, but like 
we have rules about like the size and weight that you can bring home like mm-hmm. it kind of blows my mind that he could like bring get away it. with being like i have this huge half human half fish even if it was a real fish like yeah. a full fish he, i have this it, huge fish i'm bringing it home and they just let him do they that they couldn't tell if it was a mermaid an alien or like a really fucking weird shark it had never been pictured or or like but aren't there rules against bringing home sharks i, I don't know fishing friends might be know. able to tell us i don't know i don't russia. know about in russia my last two timeline points and the, and then the rest you can just buy the book and fucking read it yourself um it is hard to find though you should probably look online the person who got it for me is a sweetheart and must have looked online for it because I checked multiple bookstores for it. Anyway, in 1870, I'm not going to pronounce this place correctly. You can Google that shit. Uh, a mermaid was spotted playing in like the waters off the shore of a town and the town tried to catch it first in a net. It swam away and then some asshole hit it in the head with a fucking rock. And then when they pulled it on shore and did uh, an autopsy, they realized it was human. I mean, um, had like human like insides but it definitely had a, a fish fucking tail so <laughs> they're like mermaid boom 1870 <laughs> <laughs> last thing i'm gonna say because it's from 2000 fucking wait, wait, where, where was that i know you said you couldn't pronounce it uh, do you I know mean, at least like the like it, continent or country it's or? called it, burbicula i don't know oh yeah totally no anyway uh, last talking point, 2009. Uh, for months, of people claimed that they saw a mermaid off the coast of Israel, and they offered a $1 million prize if anyone could find proof. Obviously, that didn't happen, but the fact that it happened for a course of months over the same time period, I actually remember when that happened, too. Anyway, uh, Sam, hot vodka, do you want to talk about your stuff? Uh, Wait, can I go back to this I, this notion of eating mermaids? Yeah, because okay. I did oh, want to yeah, interject, yeah. but we were just yes. going. So there's um these really cool uh like they have like these monkey mouths, like super small teeth, like golden scales, and they they sing really pretty. They're from Japan. They're called ningyo. Um, so the story of them is fucking crazy. Um, and I just thought it would be fun to share yes. with the people, the ten people that are gonna listen to us. Share with the class. Um, so they are said to have tasted really good. Um, it's like a very known thing that they taste good and if you eat one then you are then cursed forever but their idea of what the curse is would be like living forever so it's like elongated life by eating this mermaid which actually reflects off of that other one that they've been using recently uh for Mm -hmm. the covid epidemic oh yeah you were saying that um so yeah so there was a guy he was a fisherman he caught a super weird fish and like he caught a super weird fish off the side of his boat one day he brought it home and he invited his friends over to eat it. One of the guests had peeked in the kitchen while he was preparing the meal and realized that it had the face of a human. Ooh. So he like came out and was like, hey, guys, like we probably shouldn't eat this. He was like real hush hush and didn't like didn't want to offend the host, but was like, guys, like seriously, don't eat this. So none of them ate it. But what they did do was like they wrapped it up and brought it with them, which Weird. I thought was strange. I would just if I was like, that's like half human, half fish. I'm going to dump it in this trash can under some paper plates and well, like some yeah. paper towels or something. I know that's wasteful, but... Well, also, like, whatever time period this was, I mean, maybe I'd be more careful because maybe I just murdered someone, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was weird. Um, So, on the way home, one of the guys that was taking this uh, Ningyo home uh, stopped off at a bar, stopped off at a pub, had a couple drinks. He got, like, pretty much shit-faced hammering because when he came home... His little bratty daughter was like, what did you bring me? What did you bring me? What did you bring me? And without thinking, 
he just like handed her the mer the the ningyo flesh. What a fucking dick. Yeah, and at he some point this possibly person. Well, the part that was weird was like he like sobered up like real quick when he realized his daughter was eating it, but he was fine with just handing it to her. Uh, yeah, okay, he was, so he yeah. was that shit face. Sure, sure. So she I mean, I do shit like it. that all the time. <laughs> That's like every time I hand you guys something weird, I'm like, this is gross, eat it. Yeah, but you're not like this will ruin your life you forever. Offered me a burnt egg last time. Oh, That's, I did. Yeah, so she ate it, uh, because and um, she ate it, and then once she got married, she stopped aging. So she was pretty young when she had. I think she was like eight or ten or something. Okay, she got married by the time she was probably like thirteen or fifteen, because this is like forever ago. Right, this is in creepy McCreepville time. Creepy McCreepville time. Um, once she got married, she stopped aging, which was really, really weird that she aged up to that point. Well, isn't there something about the age of 13 with mermaids, too? There's something... Are you saying that because of the 13-year, the Disney movie? Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, Probably. I feel like that's a thing in a lot of different just, like, folklore in general. Is like when you turn 13 is, like, when something you're happens. A, you're an adult. Well, especially with little girls, because that's, that's probably the average age that people start, like, having regular periods. Yeah, true. Um, but, yeah, so her punishment was to watch all of her loves grow old until she died. So she stayed young, and she had, like, you know, four or five partners that she was truly in love with that you know, aged and then died and she had to sit there and watch them do this. So her solution was to just wander around for 800 years after like this one person died that she was, you know, obviously really close to. Sure. Um, she just wandered around for 800 years and then offed herself. She just, yeah. I'm surprised that it took her that long. Right? Like, well, watching... I'm not saying that I want somebody to go out and do that, but I'm no. just like... But if you had that as an option, if that was the only way you could die? Yeah, I mean, I I wonder if it was, like, the, the method with which she did it right. is what actually, like, broke it. And, like, there were other ways, like, if she couldn't die by drowning, uh, yeah. you know, like, maybe she, maybe it's, like, a zombie thing. She had to, like, literally, like, off the head. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, I just thought that one was crazy. Drunk dude just giving his daughter a bunch of weird fish meat. Oh, totally. That Yeah, him. that's what I'm saying. Like, people in these weird... Just, here, eat this. What the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so Sam found some really interesting websites um, in her research about shifting into a mermaid. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So... Actually, before I get into some of the weird websites that I found, I wanted to talk about the aquatic ape theory a little bit. So the whole point of the aquatic ape theory is to basically just find an excuse for how mermaids could actually exist. So through evolution is where the aquatic ape theory comes in. Um, it basically suggests that early humanoids lived in the water for uh, a certain like part of time. Um, so basically the idea is like when apes were descending from trees, they would wait, wade in shallow waters because it was easier for them to catch food and they could start learning how to stand upright. And that kind of helped them to eventually start walking like bipedal movement on land. Right. Sure. The buoyancy allowed them to like lift their upper body. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. like how you're weightless in water or stuff like that. Sure. Um, so what the aquatic ape theory basically says is that while most apes went to the land, there was a couple that just decided to stay in the water. That was based off 
purely off food though right yeah i think it was just because it was easier for them to get food there and then you know eventually like venturing out a little bit further so the only like i did i was always like a big like yeah aquatic game theory rules and then i started researching it you know for this and i still like i'm like this is cool but i also understand a little bit more now why yeah so because it puts a lot of emphasis on how we're closer related to uh, semi-aquatic animals or mammals than we are apes, which also kind of supports the creationist theory that we're not descendant from apes, or like that at least just that half. Well, we did, we did find out within like the last decade that we're not as close to apes as we ever thought that we I were. I still think everything eventually. I mean in the beginning started from the ocean so like why not both yeah it, it creates this like further and further divide with a missing link like you're trying to find this missing link and you keep finding things on one side or the other of it and it's spread like one side of the missing link and the other side of the missing link where like humans are and like trying to find that thing that we come from just keeps being spread apart further and further the more we learn about evolution. Well, so that's half of the problem with the missing link thing. That is what a lot of aquatic ape theorists... Uh, so, like, a lot of aquatic ape theorists uh, bring up the missing link thing, saying sure. that we're not looking in the right spot. Right? Okay. But the right spot is the ocean. That's our missing link. So... Some of the theories that support this um, is from the aquatic ape life similarities. Basically, that are we're hairless or like nearly hairless, like a lot of aqua uh, semi-aquatic mammals. Apparently, our kidney functions very closely to semi-aquatic mammals more than they do like apes, and yeah. our fat uh, distri distribution is closer to aquatic apes than. Um, or not aquatic apes, sorry. You know what I mean? Like dolphins and shit. Yeah. Right. Than it is aquatic for mammals. apes. Um, Sick. So, yeah, that basically does negate ape evolution, though. So, there's, uh, I was reading about this ear, nose, and throat doctor um, who wrote a book called Waterside Ape. His name is Peter Rice Evans. Um, so, some of his theories to support why the aquatic ape theory could be real is honestly something inner inner ear so when you have like longtime swimmers or like divers and stuff like that you start to develop this weird little bump on the inside of like a part on the inside of your ear that helps adapt to water pressure and is good for water just like submersion in general it's known as surfer's ear swimmer's ear yeah, swimmer's yeah. ear, surfer's ear. Um, it's like a thing that we've all heard of, but just nobody knows what that means. So when I, I did used to swim, um, and when I was swimming, I would get swimmer's ear all the time because my like ENT system sucks. Like I don't know if you can tell by the, the way my voice sounds, my sinus system is trash. And a lot of people that get swimmer's ear experience this like weird negative effect of it and don't move past that. So what you're saying is, that's the buildup to gaining that part in your ear where then you're able to be submerged for longer. So basically what it does is like there's like I guess like a deposit that starts to form on something in your inner ear and it's supposed to narrow your ear canals like seals do. Seals can actually like 
close off their ear like holes because they don't have ears they're just holes unless you some open ear holes have you ever seen all right never mind so yeah it basically is trying to get us to that point but that theory from peter which we're on first name basis that's why he believes in the aquatic ape theory is because why else would we be starting to develop that if we didn't already have to grow with something like that? Mm-hmm. Right, because um, we have that ability to adapt. There needs to be a reason for it. So there's also this theory, uh, the Savannah theory, uh, which is widely accepted, but he says it's widely accepted due to just like out of habit, not from evidence. But it is like early humanoids descended from the trees stood up upright to be better hunters on the savannah plains and they used the water to do that so like that part is true the whole theory is just what if half of them didn't so yeah didn't leave i mean obviously we don't have any proof for this basically this is kind of where like a lot of thinkings of mermaids could be real comes from and this wasn't even a concept until the 1960s like people didn't start thinking that we're looking in the wrong place uh, for the missing link until the 1960s. Sure. Shifting. So through some of the other research, I started to get really weird and science-y where I was like, if mermaids are real, how could they exist? Uh, and also, are they mammals or fish? And I found very like conflicting ideas on whether or not mermaids are mammals or fish. I've found a lot of different ways that they probably bone, which I wasn't asking for, but it found me. Probably Bone is the name of my new porno. Probably Bone? Probably Bone. It's just me with a strap on. Uh, <laughs> I almost announced what your birthday present was. Is it a strap on? No. Batman. <laughs> Did you buy me a strap <laughs> Through some of the research that I found of trying to be scientific, I ended up finding a bunch of websites on basically how to turn yourself into a mermaid through a process called shifting which I never knew existed, but through finding these websites, I found that they exist for all different types of creatures. Right, and this is magic-based. So shifting is part of the process that's not necessarily the magical process, but at the end, it's kind of a magical process. Right, but what I'm saying is, yeah, there's a magical part of it, but it it's not a science-based No, thing. this is not science-based at all. Magic this based. website, right. this the whoever wrote this first website I read, I felt like... I was being scolded. They told me to mm-hmm. leave if I didn't have a pure mermaid soul. So I was like, well, I'm a pure mermaid soul. I'm just going to get rid of Also, they didn't like warn you at all, as we all discussed, and I feel like we should say, they didn't warn you at all about deities or like how you could piss shit off from no, doing these I mean, things. It's probably written by like a 13-year-old girl who... It, it, if you're going to be talking about magical, like, huge magical transformation spells like this, and then, like, the last tidbit be like, yeah, maybe invoke a deity or, like, um, the actual element of water. Sure. You can't just do that. Nope. Bad but idea. You what? need to have a relationship with these, like, you know, things that you're working with before you're just like, hey, bitch, give me some fins and some gills, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it is very, like... I guess the best way to say it is baby witch approach to it where it's like just go on in and do it and that's when you're at the risk for like witch some serious chaos magic thing. like repercussions that are just not good. You could ruin your life by trying to do these shifts the same way you can ruin your life trying to do any magic you don't actually sure. understand. Sure. And the other I know Sam's going to touch base on it but the other one like 
about the the girl who who apparently did this oh yeah i'm gonna talk about that i want to get into a little bit of this then we're gonna talk dive in and not meant to make a pun go because all of this information in in all honesty i thought it was hilarious and we were all giggling about it for a while and then uh kissing midnight did bum me out a little bit but let's let's talk about the some of the i don't know if i would consider this lighthearted. well what's the what's the website uh i don't know do we want to do we want to put it on blast yeah, fucking put it on blast, dude. Right, we gotta, t- right, we gotta right. tell people where we're getting uh, this shit from. Mermaidscorner.weebly.com. Yep, I've been trying- Reliable. Yeah. I mean, I also found a couple other ones, but this was the first initial one where I was like, I'm being yelled at. So I also want to go into a couple things before I go into shifting because I just feel like it's important. There's a fact and myth section on uh, this page, and I'm only going to read a couple of them because there's what? 13. Oh, the number 13. Boom. There it is. Um, There's 13 facts and myths, Uh, but some of these are funny, and that's what I mean. Like, this is just kind of goofy we're just here having a good time yeah uh so the second myth um is mermaids get tops with tails just think if you're shifting your body why would you end up with a type of clothing most mermaids get full-fledged boobies out uh or some cover it with seaweed which it is referring to their their tops yeah um right i just infamous it part of a human yeah here's the the next fact on that page the call of the sea is very hard to resist. Everyone here hopefully knows Kissing Midnight. So this like goes back to her where apparently she couldn't resist the call of the ocean and just fucking disappeared. Which I'm like, didn't she die? Did she just drown? She fucking drowned. Yeah. One of the other myths uh, is you can't shave. So that's a myth. You can shave as a mermaid. I don't know what you would be shaving if you don't have legs, but that's Or just... like mustaches yeah i mean i fa- guess any other facial hair i'm just picturing arm like... hair because like maybe that's maybe that's like swimmers swimmers have a tendency to like shave their whole body yeah, because yeah, yeah. it like makes you, you don't have those tiny hair follicles dragging you down i've also concluded <laughs> though that you technically would lose your hair submerged in the water for a long well, that's right. what i'm saying i don't think these mermaids are like super sexy the way that people like depict no, them no, i think they're all. fucking oogly and they're ready no, yeah. to swim away from that's, you I, no, that's, just say, I think they're fucking oogles that's, that's totally true because you would develop like like if mermaids are real they would they wouldn't be pretty well, they, they would also look, say that like in a lot of depictions they have flat nose yeah they, they wouldn't have a nose their ears are very like thin like a lot of depictions like scientifically depictions would um draw them up as bald yeah yeah i mean if you are gonna have hair it's basically there for like balance um you know just like spatial detection like that's technically what hair on like other animals does so yeah i mean they're not gonna be pretty they're gonna be covered in blubber that's why when i say believe in mermaids and people are like you're an asshole no no i don't believe in pretty ones continue i think this depiction of of mermaids that you're you're trying to like talk about is uh if anyone looks up uh marrows yeah, I mean, so uh, actually to finish out that one myth of you can't shave, you can't shave. This is so 100% false that it's not even funny. No mermaids don't have razors, but if, if one was to shave, they would not lose their tail. Everybody knows razors rust underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the rust spots in showers of mermaids? 
They also love mirrors, apparently. Oh, they do yeah, love mirrors. That, Maybe they've just been cutting themselves with glass. That's under the fact and fiction thing, too, is that they're attracted to shiny objects. That's why they like the sun. But, like, bitch, what? No, why if they're they trying have... to hide, you're not near the sun. No, but I think they're also... creepy little vampire-looking motherfuckers at the bottom of the sea. So... That does reflect their humanity, though. Like, that yeah, does... Yeah, the vanity, and that's how that plays back into lore. Also, it's a connection with the sun that land land mammals would have that it, it, it just ties it in, I think, is is probably why that lore came about, is just to keep them human. Sure. Yes sure. and, and no. I mean, like, like, yes in, like, in a way that we are trying to look at it as, like, them still being human. I mean, if we look at it from a purely animalistic standpoint, certain mermaids would not travel that close to the surface unless under the cover of night. Right, but in lore is what I'm oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah. And because lore is made by humans, it's made for humans. Right, it's made exactly. with the reflection of humans. That's why we personify right. gods. That's why we personify like animals. That's where most of this stuff comes from. Sure. It's just we decided to personify something. And I think that is a really good <laughs> reflection dun, dun, dun. of their humanity is them being attracted to shining objects because it connects them directly with the sun which is also weird because in a lot of lore they're mostly connected with the moon right, that's right. a tide thing yeah all right so let's get into shifting a little bit so i feel like i kind of like shift into shifting uh, shift into shifting i feel like i've definitely like kind of hyped you guys up on like how weird this website was written and i just feel like we're constantly being scolded at batman actually straight up told me that she couldn't read it when she was high because she felt like she was i was in so much trouble yeah like felt like (laughs) like your weird aunt that you see like twice a year just being like you're living your life all wrong yeah i know it was written by fucking kids like so like that's the thing it's like at first i was like haha this is funny and then i started to get really sad about some of this because i was like these were kids and then i felt like a bully but then i was like whatever (laughs) all right so let's shift into shifting so shifting is basically all the steps that you need to take in order to transfer form into a, a mermaid i can't talk transform into a mermaid it takes a while but if you're this is literally another quote if your heart is true then so shall you cannot shift out of order and shifting goes fantasy shift mental shift and physical shift i found other websites a little bit later that had a couple others but these ones are i don't know pretty descriptive um so a fantasy shift is basically larping you larp to be the mermaid that you want to be so you start dressing more ocean like or mermaid like just for the job you want yeah it's like you know you guys like wearing black because i like wearing black can't wear black in the ocean fantasy shifting is basically trying to adapt and live your life to how mermaids would eventually do that what does a mermaid act like? What does your subspecies act like? They tell you to start doing research into the places that you want to become a mermaid in and figure out what their diet would be. It tells no you more burgers. Yeah, well, so it says vegan. Forget about it. <laughs> it also says if you like cheeseburgers and sweets, too bad. There's no cheeseburgers and sweets in the ocean. Everything is Just salt. Sushi. So the more fish you Mercury eat... Mercury and salt. Yeah. yeah it's like, you wouldn't die. It said, if you like sushi, you're a step ahead of everybody else. Uh, if So the more fish basically equals the stronger that you become. Which means just get mercury poisoning and it's fine. I don't know about you guys. I'm picturing Aquaman in one of the six-pack holders. Continue. Oh, yeah. It's just chug an Aquaman drink. 
No, he's just stuck in a six-pack holder being Um, a fuckhole. You need to start looking up edible and native plants in your area and basically what your subspecies of mermaid would end up being. It also goes into some activities. This is still all under Fantasy Shift. It goes into some activities. It tells you to stop doing certain things that are not mermaid-like, like softball. It tells 100%. says no softball in the ocean. <laughs> There's a lot of things that don't exist in the ocean. I don't know if we know about that. Basically tells you to swim or maybe play water polo. Some of this process is uh, just to meditate and stuff like that, which falls into the mental shift. So I didn't really cover too much of that right now. But this is one of my favorite parts in this website's fantasy shift description. Sleep cycle. No staying up late on the phone at parties or having sex anymore. That's it. No more moaning. Um, because even mermaids can't figure out how they fuck. So they're like, just avoid it. Well, I mean, <laughs> my whole thing is like, all right, cool. So we just never have sex at night. Like, all right, right now we're technically partying at, it is now the afternoon. We're living that AWK lifestyle, dude. Yeah. <laughs> party, party. Party hard, motherfucker. Yeah. So I guess none of these people ever thought that you could have sex outside of a nighttime standpoint. Oh. It's wait. They're saying you just can't have. There's sex no at morning night. wood. Yeah. I think it might be at night. Morning or, drift. Oh, wood. I thought it was just all over. I would also like to picture it as all over, because I don't think that that's a mermaid lifestyle. Part. Yeah, I don't feel like sex. aren't a lot of fish nocturnal. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't understand how like if you can't have a late Where night. Where was anymore. the comma? With comma? Where was the comma in the sentence? So- oh, I mean, it was just it was all over. I'm just wondering, like, linguistic. do they mean no sex ever? Do they mean, like, no boning at night? I don't know. I'm not yeah. going to trust my comma placement. That's fair. <laughs> a recreation. Of I just what I really like the double fisting we have going on. Beer microphone. Beer microphone. Beer microphone. We should make a beer microphone. A beer koozie onto the microphone. Hell yeah. Like, where your knuckles go. If anybody wants to make this for uh, like us. Like a stein. Yeah. We just tape the microphone to it we could do that. i have multiple steins we can try this so yeah that was probably my favorite part just because it said the sleep uh sleep cycle was basically telling you to not be nocturnal where i feel like scientifically if mermaids were real they would be non-nocturnal creatures most fish are right so it's most predatory fish are i was gonna say especially if they live as deep as so in, in a lot of this lore, it seems like they, they live fairly deep, but they wade in shallow waters. Yeah, because they need to breathe. Because they need to, yeah, they need, for like many reasons. Like, um, some of it is just for selfishness and wanting to be able to fuck with people. Um, but if you live that deep, the sun is not really an issue. Well, is so like- apparently through the different types of subspecies of mermaids I found, they're like... Uh, some of the closer ones that would live to the sun would be like the tropical mermaids, which are like coral reef based um, right. and they're colored like the coral reef. So those ones, I would still, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess coral reef, coral reef aquatic life is not nocturnal, but then we would see mermaids all the time. I don't know. All of this information. Are you really trying to make sense of this right now? All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so, all right. Let's go back. So, no sex, no parties, no staying up late. Um, How do they feel only- about- No fun. You're- How do they feel about rock and roll? Uh, no rock and roll. Um, there's no rock and roll in the ocean. You only go out late at night for a spell. 
Uh, some of the other parts was basically just like knowledge, like learning about uh, the predatory uh, predatory creatures that would be in wherever the fuck you're trying to like perch up as a mermaid. Which like you're going to remind people that they need to learn about their predators, but not about themselves as the predator when you're telling them to be using magic. Like you're oh, yeah. not warning people about the like the implications of using this like sort of magical transformation technique in a fucking regular still humanistic life but you're like don't forget to check to see if there's any kind of weird sharkies in there yeah like none of this at at any point says like you should be practicing like grounding or like magical like whatever giving praise to your deity whatever the like Uh, finding your strength within yourself as a magician just baseline that i think would fall into um the mental shifting which the mental shifting is purely meditation to finding the mermaid that lives inside you. Your true mermaid spirit will come out through meditation, and I'm assuming they Like also- alien? Yeah, I mean, you know. We- <laughs> 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 uh, just watching that yesterday. I did read a, a mental shift page where it was it walked you through this, like, huge meditation process that was kind of cool, but, like, you, you, like, look into the reflection upon yourself and find your inner mermaid staring back at you. And I'm like, my mermaid would just be giving me the finger. Like, my mermaid would probably just be passed out. Like, you work yourself to death. This is is how your soul looks, just dead. All right, let's quick and talk about mental, or the, the rest of it, the physical shifting. Which is apparently the hardest part and requires the most practice. Um, oh, you're telling me turning into a fish physically is really hard? Well, so this website was a little misleading too because I just assumed that when you started the physical transformation into a mermaid that that was it. Apparently it's not. Uh, you can go back and forth from your mermaid form to your human form. Shape-shifting comes up a lot with mermaids actually. Okay, so you have to have mental shifting and fantasy shifting down to a T before you start your physical shifting or this will end horribly and you could possibly lose your uh, mermaid spirit, which but reading mer- a lot of huh? the mermaid spirit takes over the human spirit. If you allow your mental and spiritual mermaid to it gets come louder yeah. enough. So like so- you can still change back and forth from your physical form, but you're less inclined to do it. If you're a mermaid for longer periods of time overall. Well, so that's something that I found on a different site was there's a couple different parts to the shifting. Like one of them is a mental flare. And then there's also phantom shifting, astral shifting. um, And then obviously the point of no return phantom shifting. Just a quick little overview of that is basically just sitting down and trying to pretend that you have a fin like phantom limbs, astral shifting. It said it wasn't that important, but it's basically astral travel. I Um, feel like that's really important. It doesn't really talk about how it would have been important though. It doesn't tell you to astral travel into another dimension to basically talk to another deity. It just says astral traveling or astral projection is cool and can be helpful. Great. I feel like this person just didn't understand astral projection. I'm sure a lot of these people don't really seem to understand. They seem like they're like 12 or 13. Probably. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the physical shifting. Um, Do you I'm probably not going to read the spell out loud. No, no don't, please. I don't want to be a fish. Um, If you want the spell to become into a, it's actually pretty long. That's one of the reasons why I'm not reading it. 
if you want the spell, give us some Patreon money, baby, and I'll yes. send you over that spell. I'm going to go over a couple of the things real fast and without reading the spells that they tell you to prepare for your physical shift. Become comfortable from head to toe. Do not wear tight pants because this will stop your tail or rip your clothing. So it tells Which, you to wear a large You got big thighs. That's happening anyway. I have been prepared for so long. <laughs> Use ocean-scented candles or listen to songs that remind you of mermaids, which straight up they say that. They said that. It was like, like, here's some examples that I like. And it was like, Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Conch shells and harps is what you were looking for. I was really hoping that it was just whales screaming. (laughs) Like, not like Not even like singing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. So focus your energy. See your fluke forming. Um, It will begin to, you will begin to experience some pain. And this can take a while. So you could be in pain for however long. Your legs will start to join together and possibly elongate. Spine will elongate into a tail and feet become a fluke. Any and all fins will develop. Uh, Every mermaid is different. Not everybody has the same types of fins and stuff like that. Depends on what you need them for. Your uh, skin tissue will start to develop into fat, dolphin-like blubber, and then scales form, which I also am like, how? I don't understand how you have both. Whatever. Especially with, like, the, like, epidermis tendency to do that grippy thing when you're, like, underwater for a really long time. Your skin wrinkles. It doesn't, like, scale up. That's, like, also, like, some things that go back to the aquatic ape theory. Well, yeah. Apparently, you also get gills person depending not everybody does and you also start to get lungs like dolphins which i'm also like how the fuck you have both whatever you get webbed hands there's a whole bunch of fish that have both lungs and you told me that i don't believe you (laughs) um and then your mermaid personality sets in so here's the last part that it says this is after you had done the spell work and stuff like that um and you're on your own to find your people so basically, they told you to light candles and do all this other shit, but they literally never told you to get to a large body of water. Or how to communicate. Like, in a lot of lore, they say, like, you speak into a conch and throw... Like, they didn't even, like, say that. No, nope. like, They're well, like, do this in your teenage bedroom and become... Yeah. I'm picturing us fish. being, like, me being here in fucking Tangled middle of South Philly and, and then- trying to do this fucking, like... This spell, spell. And then all of a sudden, I'm fucking flopping around up here, dying. <laughs> Just like made it, pull me to the fucking closest no, body of water. She understand me because I start to speak a different language. Uh, she'll see it in your eyes. She'd be like, Mom, <laughs> she'd probably fucking eat me. She'd probably try. She'd probably think that you were being eaten by something. Try, probably. You want to touch base on um kissing midnight? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's basically shifting it's telling a lot of little girls to drown themselves into the ocean when it started talking about the physical shift this website gives a shout out to kissing midnight so kissing midnight is an online persona from this young girl who was on a lot of transformation websites i think it was like 2013 possibly 15 post post myspace era Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, like lead, lead, leading into Facebook. The website that she originally posted on is gone. Like, you can't find that website anymore, but somebody did post her blog updates onto a different site. And I was reading, like, I found all this information hilarious. I still kind of do. But when I was reading through her blog posts about basically, like, how it only took her less than a year to start physically transforming into a mermaid, 
and all this other stuff it just started to feel really sad like there was some like girl who was depressed about her life her parents had broken up and she was trying to like escape so it was just like kind of really weird and sad to me um reading through some of her stuff she talks about how so this actually gets brought up in some side effects that i found from shifting one of the side effects is spontaneously shifting which also covers a different form of shifting called mental flares Mental flares are basically when you put your mind state into your mermaid animalistic mind state. Kissing Midnight started to experience a lot of mental flares and she would be at school and start crying basically because she would see a water fountain and she saw the water and wanted to go to the ocean and her tears made her sadder because she wasn't at the ocean. And then there was like one portion where she like talked about how she went missing for like a day and she couldn't shift because her mom was around and like that's the parts that started to make me sad and I could tell that she was definitely young just from the way that she was writing these blogs right it's like clearly projected teenage depression yeah it's like like, onto this like you know sometimes people like pick up an instrument this girl just tried to be a mermaid like and like when when they're this young it's like so upsetting like it's heart-wrenching well I mean I just think about like you know being a kid and not feel like I I definitely put myself way too much into this where I was like oh I want to be a kid and I'm like weird and like, you know, trying to find yourself and stuff. So she like tries to find herself through basically becoming a mermaid. She posts over a course of a year and then she like disappears. During that time frame, she had posted up scales that she had gotten as well as a tail. She didn't want to post the tail originally because she was didn't want to get the criticism from it. Which is which is really cool. Well, not really cool. It's like, It's really upsetting because there is like that large there's a large group of people throughout the united states i don't know how interconnected they are but there's definitely a lot in coastal towns where it's a huge thing to make people tails like it is a relatively normalized thing especially within certain communities it's incredibly yeah like kissing midnight was definitely like a young girl she talks about being in school like she was from a coastal town um she i don't really want to give out the information even though it's online i don't really like i know her name and stuff like that Uh, just google it if you're interested yeah like so she's part of the coastal like area um basically she just stops posting and everybody says that because of how she was posting before she went silent it's because she her full she hit the point of no return and her full mermaid form took over and she is no longer human she is now full on mermaid and reach the point of no return can't come back which is a really sad way to say i'm pretty sure this girl killed herself yeah so that's like, why i started to get sad hey kissing midnight if you're out there and you didn't kill yourself we love you right seriously we feel for you if it wasn't covid we'd hug you show me that tail baby let me see that i also want to quick and talk about i found new information last night last minute about the side effects of shifting um, obviously spontaneous shifting, spontaneously shifting, meaning you don't want to eat human food. So just give me some, um, fish food, baby. They just start eating fish food? No, you just stop. I was trying to make a joke. Oh. They just, just don't want to eat, like, like, fried chicken. Like, that's yeah. not appealing They anymore. said that fast food will make you sick. So, uh. Wait, am I part mermaid? Fast food makes me sick, like, all the time. <laughs> Uh, some parts of spontaneous shifting, including uh, includes your legs binding, which I'm just picturing you walking down the street and you'd be like, oh, God, oh, God. And then you <laughs> just, just like fall over. over. 
Um, which there's another one. It's uh, legs crossing. And it was like, this one can be hard to determine since everybody crosses their legs all the time. But they mean legs crossing to the point of uh, like you not having bones in your legs anymore. Oh, like weird. your legs are wrapping around each other three times. And I was like, that is disgusting. What? Yeah, apparently this is this is a side effect. There are so the side effects of shifting mean that the shifting is working. I'm just like I got this picture in my head and it's really freaking me out of like someone's it. legs twisting around like three times. I couldn't wait to tell you guys. I was so close to texting you last night and being like, check this out. And then I was like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna read it. So cramps, but it says specifically not like period cramps. The cramps are located a little bit like your upper thigh. Um, Right, like really low abdomen, upper thigh, but not connected to like your yeah. Uterus. Um, coughing up seawater. Damn it! I've done that every day this week. <laughs> You're turning over. Have you been shifting and not telling us? Is this your big reveal? Yes. Wait till my legs I'm fucking spin around each other. Skin peeling is the most common, as well as like gold <laughs> members. <laughs> kind of. It said like sunburn. I'm just picturing gold member all over again. And itchy patches, uh, because that's where... So scales. everyone with eczema... Fish breath is a side effect, uh, but I also think it's fish a side... Breath? If you're eating a bunch of fish, your, fish, your oh. breath is going to smell like fish. It's not like dog breath, fish where did. your breath smells like a fish breath. What is... What is fish? Your Never breath mind. just smells like fish. Uh, singing, basically, uncontrollably. The girl that had posted this had talked about how she never used to sing because of stage fright. Now she hums and twirls and all is she the time. My nana? Is what? Is she like my nana? Yeah, I mean, I feel like also when you get old, you just maybe she's old. Maybe she's not. I will say the age is a thing. My nana definitely like hums. I'll never forget. I was like thirteen, driving to fucking Florida with her, and she's humming. Oh Eminem. yeah, she's going to Florida. Oh, yeah, I think you'll like lives. this one. Um, feeling awkward around mortals word it said it doesn't matter how long you've known these people they uh will still make you awkward and you will start to get really peeved dancing and dancing. hate these people so you start to pull away from normal society which i'm also like cool let's tell a bunch of fucking like anywhere from 12 to like 16 year old children to isolate, to isolate themselves when they're feeling weird also, if you extend that into people who just have social differences, like, throughout their whole lives, like, you're just doing this to people who are in a very vulnerable position where, yeah, being around people might not be the most helpful thing, but to just be like, go self-isolate, get away from society. Your skin and hair might start to change colors. And then last but not least, gills appearing on your breasts, neck, wrists, shoulders, and hips. So you just randomly get gills sick but yeah just to go back to this idea of like using it for social benefit or degradation i guess we're like yeah all these girls are very the the people that we that sam was just talking about were definitely depressed and they were going about this from that angle and kind of using it in a self-destructive manner um if you guys have to be uh which i'm sure most of you fucking weirdos to be do. rules by to the be way. rules there's so many good like documentaries if you just look up mermaids i i'm not gonna lie i totally forget what the documentary is called but it is about the san francisco mermaids it's those people that i'm sure you've seen them in pictures and stuff if you you know follow anything of mermaid content with mermaid content um 
they sit on the beach. It's a group of uh, women identifying people who sit on the beach with these like really incredibly beautiful, intricate mermaid outfits. And they do believe that this is like a part of them and that it's, it's an essence within inside themselves, but they don't actually believe that they can physically shift into being a mermaid. So they take these tales in lieu of this magical shift. And there were some like really powerful stories that were on there. There were two that I remember that it was it was a really nice transformation journey. So this one person moved from the south. It was like Georgia or ten, like somewhere somewhere in the south uh, where they're fairly strict about socially accepting transgendered people. There are trans women who moved to California because California covers elective gender confirmation surgeries. Um, when she was there, she did become more and more depressed because she felt like through these physical shifts in her body that were surgical, like getting top surgery and stuff, she was going to be able to find her inner woman. But what she found was the most effective was when she put on one of these like really pretty tails and became uh, a mermaid. And one, she was in this group of women who she had a really good social connection with. But two, it was a physical change in her body that she was able to control where she was like, it doesn't matter what what is going on below my waist. I am a mermaid right, right now. Right. And it was just a really powerful, like, just watching her emotions was the thing that made me the most emotional because now she's a very supportive partner who helps get her all her tales and, like, brings her to all these, like, events and stuff. And it's just really, really nice. And she feels very comfortable being her true self as a mermaid. Well, yeah, it's the sense of reclaiming your identity instead of, I guess, like, having to find one. Well, it's a new definition of what you can identify as, I think is what I was looking at, where, like, it didn't matter whether or not they were, like, a fucking, um, like, born with a specific type of genitalia. They were born a mermaid woman. And that was what was most important to them. And then there was another really heart-wrenching story about a woman who is sexually assaulted and uh, very brutally raped when she was a child. And she used her tale as a defense mechanism against that, where she felt as though she could control what was going on under the tale. It's another like instance of this like taking back your control. And I just thought... Like it was in such juxtaposition to these other magical shifting websites mm-hmm. that it was just it was just a social thing and it really did help these two individuals. They did have other stories about other people that had much more what it would be, it would be just like much more just because they tr- liked mermaids, not because yeah. they, they felt like. But I I like I don't like what happened necessarily to. No, but the story is different. It doesn't feel as like I just like mermaids, so I want a tail. It yeah, wasn't like it doesn't out feel of as fake almost. Like it, it also was, wasn't out of desperation. Like yeah. it was a oh my god, this helps me with this after the fact. Like they put on the tails, they lived their life as a mermaid for a couple days. They real and then they put it all together that like oh, this is where my strength comes from. It's not I'm doing this to be strong. Yeah. Until after you realize it gives you strength. I think a lot of these like other types of shifting, specifically magical types of shifting, are to create strength and not when you find out that that's a part that is strong inside you. Also, the tales on the, this documentary were really fucking cool. Dude, I, I've seen a couple. There's there's schools um, on in the coastal towns and uh, a couple of years ago, ironically, before I had ever visited the West Coast, um, I had found a bar called the Dive Bar. It is a mermaid bar? 
Yeah, it's in California. Um, the dive here, but not the dive. No, no. The dive here is like an actual dive. Um, the dive there has like a swimming area where the, like instead of like strippers or whatever, they have like mermaids that like dance and, and, and swim through there. Oh, and okay. Then, and then, you you know, the, and it's a bar. Like not so it, dancers. So it's, yeah, it's, it's the dive bar. Um, but these things are all over the place. Yeah. Um, where you can dress up as like a mermaid or they have mermaid schools and whatever and make these really expensive beautiful tails yeah and those mermaid schools are super old because I did end up like after this documentary I was just talking about ended it went right into this other one about these these people from like the 1930s that used to kind of instead of in lieu of maybe not the 30s maybe it was like the 50s I don't know it was old timey times back in the before four times um, which now it's the before for COVID and then now. Um, yeah, but women used to use that in lieu of school. A lot of them were like dancers and stuff, but that's where they like found financial independence from men at the time. They were like, I'm going to go be a mermaid. And they learned how to like hold their breath for like five minutes straight. That's basically, uh, I guess, mermaids. We really didn't want to talk about the shit that everybody already knows about. So this is like some of the weird shit we came up with. Yeah, we thought you'd like it. Yeah, hope you like it. I love mermaids. If not, at least you'll like uh like the cocktail because we're all True. got a little bit of a rum head. So a little teaser for our next episode. If anybody who is actually listening, besides our few friends, um, has a spirit box, please let us borrow it so we can go to Penhurst in the middle of the night and try to call upon spirits. Um, we talk about state schools. Just a quick little thing. I want to give a shout out to... Uh, to my buddy Al. He's actually associated with some friends that I wanted to shout out anyway uh, because of their help in like beginning this podcast. Yeah, we really so, didn't know what we were doing for a minute. Yeah, I mean, We fr- kind of figured it out, but not without their help. So yeah, my friend Al Schuster is the first Patreon member and we really appreciate um, that... Uh, really great dude uh so satanic study hall is a study hall is a podcast that is essentially if you literally had a study group that just talked about satanism and satanic leading topics um the one the one host bill was really really amazing and helping us just a really huge thanks to to bill and al and the satanic study hall crew and if you're interested in any uh, satanic leaning shit, go give them a listen. They're a good time. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash area215. You can also find our podcast right now up on Spotify and Stitcher and... Anywhere that you can get podcasts. Basically, and if you listen, be nice and leave us nice reviews. Yes, please. Uh, basically, you can find it everywhere but Apple Podcast yet? They yeah, haven't, haven't fully. We haven't been approved. Yeah, we haven't been approved. But yeah, I mean, if you do want to follow us on social media, you know, area underscore two one five on Instagram. For some reason, it's area two one five two on Twitter. I can't figure out how to change that. So if anybody knows how to change that, give us an email at area two one five pod dot gmail at gmail dot com. Um, because I can't figure out how to change that handle. Oh, we don't know how to twat, twit. We don't know. We've, we've never twatted. We're, We're not very good at self-promotions. I have to pee. My name is Batman. This is me zeroing out to go pee. Cool. All right. This is how we're going to do it.
Uh, I'm Sam Money Moss. Thanks for tuning in this week and listening to us squawk and ramble about mermaids. Aaron, Ave Satanis, motherfuckers. I don't know why I know the words. Yeah, I know the words. I went to the beach twice as a child. Yeah, I guess. All right.